afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Bean. I got something to start today that's going to make everybody smile. Good. The title of the video is Dinks Can't Comprehend This. And I want everybody to watch it. And Frank, even if you don't watch it, you don't really need to. You'll, you'll hear it and it'll be enough. Here we go. Okay. Silly Lulu. Pay attention. You know, the, the stupidest thing about the whole dink stuff, even though I, I think a lot of it for people is just being provocative, uh, you know, college-minded idiots. It's totally fine if you just quietly go through life knowing that you, you don't have a situation or you don't have the desire to be a parent, but it's not it's not becoming this, oh, I've got extra income and I drink, I drink all day and I, oh, I'm so glad I'm childless. Like that whole presentation is what's disgusting about it. It's, you know, everybody has different lives for different reasons and nobody's ever contested that. Nobody's ever, nobody's, there's, there's no pitchforks and, and, uh, and uh, torches groups roving groups of people going up and down the street uh harassing every single woman or every woman who's not carrying a child what they're doing not making a baby right now <laughs> but you know th this is uh th this is the reason why i think it's so stupid it's almost as stupid as people declaring in a comment section or or a chat room i'm leaving i'm not coming back it's like yes you are <laughs> and, 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 and yes you are what you're gonna have to do now you idiot is you're gonna have to make a new screen name and then come so, back anyway. Yeah, come back anyway, so that people don't. You know, this is one of those things. Don't declare yourself. Don't don't ever declare yourself completely not wanting this because eventually one day, eventually one day, th there could be a real chance that uh, you it, miss out on magic. that. Yeah, it's, it's magic. Well, speaking of magic, I have something else magical I found on the 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 internet. Here. You know, I was out hunting today. Come up on this old lake way back in the woods, and I saw an eagle all the way across it. You see the lake? And I said, Lord, I sure would like to get close to that eagle because sometimes I feel like you don't always hear me. But if you hear me today, let me get close. I had a bald eagle land on my shoulder out here hunting i don't think you can get no closer than that right there now i've seen this video Th this guy's not a a bird trainer this is real yeah i mean he looks pretty serious about it at all he's, he's wearing his hunting gear i mean he's not wearing any equipment or anything that he would usually need lauren showed me that that uh, that last week and i just 
That's incredible. And it just stays there for the, the entirety of the TikTok. You know, I saw that this morning and I'm, it's amazing. I mean, you don't catch things like that very often. And in the, oh. in the comments was a story from this dude who it just struck me. His name is Troy Taylor. He has no reason to lie. He's randomly commenting underneath the video, right? He says, God is real. I was an atheist basically and didn't believe the stuff family and others told me. I felt I had risen above it. I was wrong. In 2019, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer. It doesn't get any worse. It got into my lymph system and my tumor was 3.5 centimeters in size. There are a billion cancer cells in every centimeter of a cancer tumor. It eventually spread further into my hip bone. I got up one night to go to the bathroom and felt discomfort walking and in my right side hip. It wasn't really pain then, but it bugged me. I used the restroom, went back to bed and thought little of it. The next day it was still there. Steadily, it got worse and I had a CT and bone scan and it showed my hip um it was a massive darkness i was scared by it the doctor's face said it all he knew it and it wasn't good he told me i shouldn't sit that i should sit and i did and then he told me i had five years if that and the last two would likely be very painful for me all they could really do was help me with the pain i went home that day pretty dejected i lay on my bed holding the heating pad on my hip i was about to doze off and my youngest brother a pastor in west virginia texts me and wakes me i was short with him explaining I was in a great deal of pain, had just come back from the doctor and had a bad diagnosis and would have to get back to him later. He said, fine, and I attempted to drift off to get off again. I couldn't, so I decided to shower. He says he was using canes or crutches by then to walk, unable to put any real weight on his right leg due to it getting, you know, due to the pain. So he hobbled into the shower, started it, got it, just started the shower, shut it off and positioned the canes where he could get to them easily shut the glass door to the shower, and then started the shower again. He says, I had not even wet my back when I spun around. I was getting my face out of the water spray and noticed all the steam. I thought it was unreal. I just started the shower. There shouldn't be any steam yet. And then I realized it wasn't steam. It was mist. And then he had basically an experience, he explains. And then he realizes that, um, you know, he gets shocked and then, he was trying to stop the door from falling because of his shock. And it, long story short, his cancer was gone after that. Gone. After the encounter with the mist. Yeah, which he explains in detail if you want me to read it. I mean, he explains exactly what happened to him during this mist. But he said um, he got so distracted, he walked out of the shower without the canes that were both in the bath where he put them. Um, he said, I don't even know where the heating pad is now, and I've not needed or taken a pain pill since. I'm coming up on that five years and there's no pain and no evidence of cancer and I have the scans to prove it. I, all I can respond to is over the weekend, especially since I think Thursday night or Thursday or Friday night especially, I have been watching, it came across my dash on, on YouTube and I've been watching a lot of videos from that channel, Daily Dose of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's all, you know, atheist students versus uh, Christian professors and these these very, very polite, dial but deep dialectics and debates and, you know, tr trying to um, prove even the existence of a historical Jesus or the or the eyewitness. What what is a sufficient amount of evidence for the resurrection? You know, based on eyewitness accounts, you never saw it. It wasn't recorded, this and that. It gets into miracles. And it's been, it's just been really, really enlightening and amazing. 
And I don't know, this just makes me think about that. Just because most people would say, oh, no, no. Like the deist, the deist out there would say, oh, I I believe in a creator, but I believe that they are just like the grand clockmaker of the universe and they don't get involved in that. There are no miracles. There has to be at some level a scientific explanation for everything. And I think right there is a, um, obviously, that's why it makes it a world. Like the atheist will say, it's not a worldview. And, uh, you know, and it absolutely is to be able to assess everything that goes on around you, but automatically discount the supernatural. That can never be a factor in anything. And it's, um, I don't see how you could ever not make that a factor. No, it has to be. As a matter of fact, I was watching a podcast last night where the it was a discussion about human consciousness and the person explaining consciousness to people so they could really grasp what it is was saying, I think one of the biggest things that scientists have left out that they're starting to finally do is include the soul into their equations for what happens to objects and things and quantum mechanics and quantum physics. Because leaving that part out is it just produces a result that is incorrect it's it's more of a it, it well it is really a modern thing most of the most of the more talented and groundbreaking doctors and physicians throughout history where we're talking about ancient history leading up to you know the last couple hundred years they were all they were all very religious mm-hmm. they were either priests preachers um there's a, I mean, the, the soul was not really discounted until modernity. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we're, we're really just going back to things. Um, you know, I had a really nice, I don't know what the hell it was Friday night. I left the studio. I, it, it was a really, really heavy lifting week last week. As far as just content goes, research doing it. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. those weeks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, you come, you come crawling across the, the finish line. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go and order myself a steak from a restaurant that I'd never tried before. And it was right in Byram. And I went I went there, and I had a, a little moment for myself. I ordered it on, like, uh, I called it in. I found it on Uber, but I called it in because I was going to go pick it up. I wanted to save myself $35. So I went in there, and it was so nice outside you know 9 20 p.m so it's already been dark for a long time it's crisp it's cool um but the inside of this place at least the bar area there's a there's a bigger restaurant area inside of this place was so nicely decorated glowing the bartender was very nice there was only two other ladies down the other side of the bar having a having a drink together just chit-chatting uh somebody else was having a in so the bar area was so nice and i sat down Waiting, knowing I, knowing I was like five minutes early for the steak, but I said I'm gonna have myself a drink, and I, I never had that. So I ordered myself. I had some Macallan, and I actually sent a. Uh, I actually put a, a whatchamacall out, a video on, um, on Instagram, one of those, those, those reels or those uh, stories, and it was one of those things where I don't have any explanation for what the moment was, but it was just a moment of 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 nice chilled out piece that i'll probably remember for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and that uh that scotch went down very smooth and um i love when that happens i love yeah those just those little moments especially this time of year yeah i I, I search for those sometimes because i always put them in my memory bank my job is to, 
to make them happen more. I, that's my that's my that my that's my New Year's resolution to make life like that. That's yeah. what life's supposed to be like. So yeah, guys, cancer cured. I'll put this in the show notes. I mean, the guy Troy has no reason to be lying, and I believe every word of what he's saying. Pretty amazing. Um, I had this big long explanation. Speaking of God, about the eye, Frank, the eye. He says, let's take a look at what went into the engineering of the human eye. After the brain, the eyes are the second most complex organ in our body. 50% of the brain's resources are dedicated to vision. There Mm. are 1 million different nerve fibers connecting each eye to the visual cortex of the brain. The eyes form the images upside down. Our brain processes the image to be right side up. They weigh one ounce and they are comprised of over 2 million working parts. There are 7 million cone cells, which allow us to differentiate 1 million colors and 100 million rod cells that allow us to see in the dark and to perceive 500 different shades of gray. The sensitivity of human vision enables our eye to realize a dynamic contrast ratio of, I can't even read that, I think it's 1 million to 1. Under the right conditions, we can detect the light of a candle positioned 14 miles away. In a perfectly dark environment, the human eye can perceive one photon, which is the smallest quanta of light energy. The eye muscles are the fastest muscle in our body. They're capable of focusing on 50 different things in a second. Typically, a blink lasts around 100 to 150 milliseconds, and we can blink five times in one second. Our eye can move to focus on a fixed object in one millisecond. If compared to a digital camera, the human eye is about 576 megapixels. It's just unbelievable. I mean, scientists used to think the retina was wired backwards. But computer simulations and lab experiments have shown this is an ideal construction to maximize the performance of the overall optical system in different lighting conditions. Amazing. Yeah, that's why. And and you you, you can tell how bad um, how big the disparity between the eye and whatever the hell is out. I mean, obviously, if you get good enough camera, you can start making closing that gap quick and create some but you know how many times especially 10 15 years ago you walk outside you're like wow the moon is incredible then you i have to save this you take out your little flip phone and all of a sudden it's just a a glob it's just a good it's a little Well, now you can you can use your iphone to do some really cool stuff to catch the moon in its glory but like you still need to be able to see the picture to understand it. So it's kind of a catch 22. Like I need glasses. I should be wearing glasses right now. I'm basically blind. Okay. I have really, 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 really bad eyes. And when I got my glasses again after losing them after the fire, I just got them like six months ago. Maybe I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was looking around like, wow, look at all that. Like it's, it's amazing. When you live looking at things as though they're they're all blurry, like you can't see anything, and you, <laughs> my yeah. eyes, and then you put those lenses on, and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, look at the crispness of the leaves on the trees, and the it's it's. Lauren's, Lauren's almost like legally blind. I I couldn't. I went in to to take my driver's test without the glasses, and they wouldn't give me my license. They're like, you should not be driving. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. She, she, they're like, you should. How did you get here? That was the question. <laughs> my oh my. And, you know, my husband has had in the past trouble with his eye. Um, it was the presenting system of his now dormant MS knock on wood. 
And he had optic neuritis, which is the, the this nerve here that connects the here this nerve that connects the back of the eye to the brain. Um, basically, his body attacked itself and was eating the myelin from around that that nerve, which obviously messes with the signals that then go to the eye. And he went back this past week through a bunch of craziness, and he had those eye exams done again. Now he was seeing twenty thirty in that eye right after and in the year after. His vision is back to 2020 and his visual field acuity, like where he would have black spots in his vision where he couldn't see, has significantly improved. So the human body is a marvelous creation that can heal itself. Um, it's really It's something. good to hear. Yeah. So there's the crazy for the day. Uh, we'll move into some other stuff now. We played with Grok over the weekend. Remember on Friday we played. With I heard Grok. everybody's playing with Grok over the weekend, yeah. and they're finding that it's just as left wing crazy as everybody else. I mean, not really. It said some nice things about me. Oh, what does it say about me? I don't know. We'll ask it in a second. There's nothing. It's a. I'm gonna ask it. But it's gonna make some Stephen A. Smith reference. You'll see. Sean Davis asked what visibility filters are currently applied to his account. Sean Davis from The Federalist. Oh, so you can ask personalized technical things like that. Yeah, Grok responds. It appears your account is currently experiencing algorithmic throttling on X. This, this means that the visibility of your posts and interactions may be reduced, resulting in lower views, retweets, and engagement. It's important to note that X has been undergoing changes in its approach to content moderation and visibility, so these may change over time. So... I was like, hmm, what happens if I ask that question? And I got this one. Hey there, Tracy. It seems X has applied some visibility features to your account to tailor the content you see based on your preferences and to protect its advertisers. These filters are designed to pre prevent ads from being placed next to content that might be considered violative. Users have the option to opt in and further tailor their experience. While X strives to provide a tailor experience, blah, blah, blah. Basically saying I'm demonetized. Because I'm so controversial. I mean, I say the least controversial shit out of so many people on this platform. You know, I this is part of the reason why over the weekend, yeah, that, I mean, that it was a big wave of excitement because there's the there was the, the Tucker and Alex Jones We're gonna talk interview, about that, yeah. and then the and Alex Jones brought back, which I'm I'm all for. I mean, I I still listen to Infowars for for a number of reasons. Like I have friends that stream there. I still find Alex. Uh, at least uh, uh you know entertaining but you know, I, I have listed limiting time for everything so i'm not really all in on anything these days but whereas that's nice what about all the other lifetime bands and you know it, it it always makes you feel like you're 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 sitting at some outcast con uh, uh, cafeteria table when you see the, the whole lot of millions of people on the internet banding together to help somebody with with a lot more clout than you to to have some semblance of something you know some justice restored but there's just a lot of other people who are doing fantastic work that were i mean they're still gone they're they're made they've made their fourth account now there it's it's uh I get i'd it. love to see a little bit more generalized uh application for the normal people who those people need just saying i know i agree with you 100 percent. by the way you're fine frank grok has nothing bad to say about you whatsoever oh okay i'm just you... unpopular 
No, you have no tone. There's no restrictions here. You just don't have anything that anybody wants, Frank. <laughs> well, it says, it seems that you're referring to the visibility features applied to a Twitter account named Political Orgy. However, I couldn't find any specific information about this account or its visibility feature. Right. Yeah. So it's it's even worse than being ignored. I don't exist. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So there's that. Now, um, there was a tweet from Charlie Kirk on Friday. New Mexico Democrat Attorney General Raul Torres has filed suit against Meta and CEO Mark Zuckerberg and associated entities, including Instagram and Facebook, in an effort to curb child sexual exploitation on the platforms. The lawsuit reveals how these perverts use pizza as a code for child porn to hide their criminal behavior. That is a right-wing conspiracy theory that has been debunked hasn't it frank yes no, no, been... there's no more there's no more bunking left of that no we've debunked that thoroughly it's been debunked even the fbi's manual is incorrect Com i said this and people thought i was serious which kind of makes me scared um <laughs> i said this on x i said the pizza thing is a right-wing conspiracy theory that's been thoroughly quote debunked and people are like no it hasn't and i'm like whoa Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have literally need you literally need to digest, pre-digest almost everything for the internet these days. Seriously, I have to either use the sarcasm font or like make my words, my letters weird. Every, no, this is everybody. Everybody in the chat room who I know a lot of people have social media just to be able to access things that they want to see or read, but they don't put anything out there. Yeah. If you ever have the inclination to put any of your thoughts out there, you have to remember this needs to be pre-digested. And there's very little room for sarcasm or anything like that. That needs to be done in person so Some people can pick up social. And even that can be taken wrong these days. Someone said, dang, I unfollowed you until I went back and read the comments. Sometimes sarcasm is lost in text. Okay, fine. Yes. I, I mean, I get it. If, if you didn't know me at all, maybe you would think that I was. Well, you, ha you also have to be relaxed. Yeah, I mean, for, for that kind of humor, for sarcasm, for, for things like that to be used effectively, everybody needs to be relaxed enough to be able to Oh, okay. I, I, I get screwed what you're up. Doing. <laughs> I everybody's screwed just everybody's just ready to snap. Everybody's problems. and then like I said, yes, is there a way to come on this platform and not see just bitching and complaining and moaning about every like is there any way to go to is there another segment of X that I can enter that is not all of that? Can we find it? If there is. Um this is funny. So they had some New York Republican thing where all the people went and got all dressed up and had a big party in Midtown or something with Trump and all them. And Santos was there. Did you know he's doing cameos? They're 500 bucks a pop. George Santos. He's doing cameos for 500 bucks a pop. Good for him. He's got a ton of them. You want to hear one? Sure. I have a few of them, actually. I should, I should, get, I, I should get one made for Quite Frankly. You should if you got George 500. Santos, if you're watching Quite Frankly... He has one on here of him congratulating someone as coming out as a furry. Oh. I mean, you got to do what they ask you to do if you accept it. So here, yeah. let's let's hear. Hold on. On. Which yeah. On. Hold on. Hey, set Yefrikan. How are you? I just wanted to say, dude, you got to chill. Losing your passport drunk at 3 a.m. in Mexico. I mean, come on. 
on. What'd you, you know, do? Crawl back right Congress. over. I'm glad he's out of Congress. <laughs> Watching this, I'm glad he's out. <laughs> my, <laughs> how your my opinion mind. has changed. Why <laughs> my, my opinion has changed instantly. Wait, I went from, I hey, went every... from indifferent to, you know what? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. Hold on, wait. Buddy, I just wanted to stop by and acknowledge the Nick Salazar because he is a fierce hunter. And Nick, you are in my heart and in the hearts of all of your friends and family, especially Chase, who wants me to make sure I say this the right way. The Nick Salazar. Someone paid 500 bucks for that shit. That was $500? You know how many Christmas... It must be... It must be disposable income. It has to be. I mean, like like someone could go outside and light it on fire. Well, I mean, $500. You give $500 to a normal person this time of year, they can go to Kohl's and they can buy something for everybody in their family and when Christmas is done. I was at Kohl's this week. Can Lauren, I just... you know, Lauren and I usually go to Kohl's uh, after our our Christmas date. We walk around because it's open until like eleven on those nights. And we last year we were like, "Hey, you want to go to Kohl's?" Like, yeah, <laughs> and we're we're there dressed to the nines, walking around in Kohl's, and it was so fun. I went. There was one. We had to get something quickly for my daughter. Um, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. But anyway, we went in there. The the family. We went on it. Me and Will. Whenever we have to run errands now, we call it our date. Like, that's the time we get to spend together on a date. Is it in the car driving to do errands? That's what we say. Anyway, we went on our little date with the kids. And we show up. And I'm, like, walking around. And I'm, like, hey, how long does it take to ring someone up at this counter? Like, why does it take 15, 20 minutes to ring up a person who has four items? Every in Kohl's. The line is like they're it's almost like they're trying to mock TJ Maxx or emulate TJ Maxx, I should say. You know how TJ Maxx, the line is like wrapped around the freaking store, but they're quick. Kohl's? No. No, they're not. That's the opposite of my Kohl's. Oh my gosh. I'm like uh, <laughs> I actually I think that's the most impressive thing about Kohl's. No. Aside from all aside from the, uh, that's the second thing. The first most impressive thing about Coles is that you can buy something that fits you perfectly give it one wash and it has literally shrunk eight sizes okay I, I I can wear I can get this perfect oh wow this fits great go home wear it and it's a belly shirt from Fort I, Lauderdale I used to love well first of all I have to say this it made me laugh so hard somebody said in the chat it was motor I only dress to the fours nowadays which is it's just hysterical. But I used to love those little scratch off things they gave you. And like, if you could scratch off 200% off and then walk out, you know that what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. it tells you, you've saved $180. Yeah, because you marked your shit up to like 80% higher than it would be if you went into some other store. I, it, it does feel like you, maybe it's just psychological, but it does feel like you walk out of there with a, a, a shitload of stuff for a lot less. And But I will say this, over here, that is the one thing that I don't mind about Kohl's is even if we had, you know, I, I do, a, we do pretty good about getting things done early, but there's something nice about just picking one day to be among the crowd, or at least it used to be 
just going physically looking at whatever's left over and just getting some grab bag items. There's a couple of houses you go to, a secret Santa here, a grab bag there, $20 limit. And you can get a lot of cool random stuff at, at Kohl's like that. But uh, they are great over here. I mean, you they usually have six or so. They did. Cash register and, and they take these giant lines go by with nothing. No. Nope, I guess everybody was talking about what they're baking for Christmas Eve. I don't know. But huh. it was absolutely terrible. Um, just terrible. Really was a bad experience. Anyway, <laughs> there was one other point I had to make, but I don't. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Viviana's missing out on a Christmas present now because she needed a skirt. She wanted a tennis skirt for her concert. And... Um, she always used to dress like a boy. I mean, she never wanted to wear girls' clothes ever. So I looked at her because she was demanding she wanted to wear a skirt. And I said, oh, my gosh, I've been praying for this day where you wanted to wear a skirt. And I'm like, you know what I didn't do? I didn't transition you to be a boy when you only wanted to wear boys' clothes. I allowed you to experience this phase in your life without interfering. And we ended up in Dick's Sporting Goods. And... She found her tennis skirt that fit her and it was great and everything. And we go up to the register and she rings it up and I almost passed out from the price. So she's lost a gift. <sighs> it was ridiculous. And I like at that point, you're already rung up and you know she needs it for Monday and everybody's been crazy and sick. And I'm like, I need to get this done. But I, I'm like recoiling inside still from the cost of this damn freaking tennis skirt that like is like a meal for us, if not more. Um, $81 for this tennis skirt. I'm like, you had better never take that off. Literally wear it to bed. I want you wearing it to school every single day. The ca the cashier even said you should never take that skirt off. People people wonder why I wear uh, I wear sweatpants all the time. God. I have a I have a giant stack of sweatpants. I get myself one more pair every year, and it just I'm just I, like I, that's yeah too much. I I don't have that kind of money to spend. Like I don't have that. That's not like something that I can just do and be like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can't. Eighty-one dollars skirt. I know that. that, that that's just just uh, that's just scraping the uh, the surface for some people too, though. I have to imagine there's skirts that are a lot more than that. Well, that one was expensive enough. Anyway, moving on. God, I'm still palpitations over it. My oh my. It's bad. That's a lot of money. That's like two meals for me and Will. That's expensive. Anyway, so now I'm just going to starve for two days. Moving right along. If uh, you go to a George Steakhouse in Byram, Connecticut, you can get a steak for, you know, you know oh, that was the craziest thing. The reason why I said, I'm going to this place. I wanted a steak Friday night. And I'm looking around, and they, I swear to God, they had BOGO going on. For with steak? Boat, with bone-in ribeye. And it was $50. Two ribeye steaks for $50. What, what was I, the grade? I, I, it was very good. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I didn't. They didn't have anything there. I'll tell you, it was it was cooked very well. It tasted phenomenal. They had really good in-house uh, steak sauce, and okay. yeah, I even got myself a little eggplant rollantini on the side. We're doing prime rib for Christmas Eve. Nice. I do Christmas Eve, and so no one's taking it from me. Um. Patrick Byrne came out with something over the weekend, Frank. And what was I, that? I haven't read it completely yet, so I'm not going to comment on it a hundred. 
Remember John Moynihan who came and did the Clinton Foundation audit and then testified in front of Congress about the Clinton Foundation and the IRS fraud that they I, had I years remember. ago. Years. It was years ago. I don't remember anymore. Well, they he did and he had a group that he did it with. And anyway, long story short, apparently he's been working with a group of whistleblowers from overseas who this is all legit. Like I'm reading through this this um submission to Horowitz um from an attorney representing him. It's 118 pages long. There's a summary of allegations here. It's written with exhibits and licenses and they have recordings of meetings they had with the special counsel Jack Smith's office about it. It's pretty solid. Um that they it looks like from the summary they alleged that Smith was extorted by a group overseas to bring charges against Donald Trump. It's pretty crazy, but it's so well documented that it's almost impossible to not take it seriously. So I'm going to look into this a little more, but it's pretty pretty solid. All right. Audience. Yeah, which is really interesting to me. So I'm going to have to take a look at that very closely. But I just want to let everyone know it's out there. Is extortionist Jack Smith being extorted to pursue Trump? It's on deep capture. So You know, you never really, um, never consider that aspect of it when the person seems just too giddy. Like, I, I would be, it would, you would have to show me some really damning things to start get me to start considering that someone like Letitia James is being extorted to go after Donald Trump and to do all that. There's just some people who seem like they're having too much fun personally. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I'm just saying I I cursory glance at this. Please don't go running off and saying this is a just take the time I'm going to because that cursory glance. This is very well sourced and Seems very well substantiated. Cursory glance. So there's that. Um, and this is the first video of Owen Schroyer when he got out of prison. Now on, we had a conversation about, he went in saying that basically he went in with the mindset that this isn't happening to him. It is happening for him so that he could grow through the process rather than go in like a lot of people do and be like this is this is terrible why is this happening to me victim mentality versus victor mentality basically so here we go we're gonna listen to his little message ladies and gentlemen friends and family owen schroyer here and yes it's official i have been released from federal prison and uh man do i have a lot of stories to tell and obviously, I will be telling you these stories over the course of the coming days. There are a lot of big and fun interviews that I have coming up. I will be making another statement later today as well. He read 15 books. I heard him call. I heard his call into Infowars. Yeah. I, I was listening to it on, on the radio. And, then, and I heard that. Yeah. Then he has another video of himself right out drinking about 15 eggs. Yeah, he was slonking. Yeah. Slonking eggs. He read 15 books, including the Bible, cover to cover. Mm -hmm. He had some really, really good insights. He was talking about his, some of his low, low points. And 
his interactions with the warden and the interactions with the uh, the other the, the inmates and what he thought was going on across the uh the prison systems in america but i mean hey uh, obviously his day is still his day is still coming he's gonna have his own tucker interview now mm-hmm. and now he's back at work and now his boss is back on twitter and i mean he's, uh, he's back too by the way they reinstated him too his original account Troyer? Yeah. Anyway, it's 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 shaping up to be a really interesting 2024. Oh, it sure is. As we knew it would be. As we all knew it would be. <laughs> Agreed. Now, I have a bunch of these clips about the space that happened last night with Elon Musk and Alex Jones and, you know, all those people that were on there. Or we can go through the excess mortality in South America, which is absolutely mind-blowing. So what do you want to do? The Twitter Spaces review or the excess mortality review? Uh, let's, let's let's throw it to the, the chat room, everybody. Do you want to hear the Twitter Spaces review, which was pretty star-studded, or do you want to hear about incredible amounts of people dying in South Africa <laughs> uh, for, for, for reasons that we could pro- press one for the Twitter review and two for South Africa story. Let's let's give Ready? them a second because there's that little delay. So yeah. one is the Twitter review and two is South Africa, South, South America, not South Africa. Oh, okay. South America. We got a one, a two, a one, 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 two, ones. ones, lots of ones. Excess mortality. I was in the space too. <laughs> Zero. What do you? Oh, we'll just sit here in silence. It looks like the ones are winning. Shit. One plus one. There's- Stop trying to trick us. There's a couple of a couple of twos have been thrown in there now. Yeah, uh, I think the ones have it, but not as for not by as much as they as they did 20 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so 17. Yeah, I guess go for, go for it. All right. Someone says talk about steak in Connecticut. Yeah. All right. Talk well, about 69. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. This well, is- how long? We we have what fifteen minutes. Well, how much is uh, how many uh, Twitter uh, uh, Twitter? A few. A few. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Here we go. Okay. This is the first one. This is Elon talking about Media Matters. Yeah, M- Media Matters is an evil propaganda machine. Um, so I, I just generally uh, am against evil propaganda machines, and uh, so we are suing them in every country that they operate. And we will we will pursue not just the organization, but anyone funding that organization. I want to be clear about that. Anyone funding that organization uh, will be we will pursue them. Um, so, uh, Media Matters is an evil propaganda machine. Um, they can go to hell. <laughs> I hope they do. I'm glad that there's no more reverence left for these organizations. Elon Musk versus the world, literally, but he can. So it's like. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. If the reason why this is great, um, regardless of what you think about people like Elon Musk, is that when big, bigger people start going out there and and, and are expressing legitimate gripes and are gearing up to actually fight organizations like media matters that's the kind of thing that will take up a lot of media matters time oh yeah 
to have the Titans fight each other actually gives little people their the leeway to go out there and get some work done without getting picked off like mice by owls in the cornfield. So many effing articles about me on Media Matters. So I know, many. I'm, and they, they'll have a little bit less time to do that when they're fighting with people like Elon Musk. That's, that's why I think in, in and of itself, it's pretty good. Hopefully. This was something else, okay? So Andrew Tate was in there at one point. General Flynn was in there. Everybody was in there. I didn't go in there. I was going to, but I didn't. So I didn't hear any of it in full. But I've got these clips. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy was in there. I've already made my feelings about Vivek Ramaswamy very well known. But this was something else. He accidentally unmuted himself, Frank, and took a piss while Alex Jones and Elon Musk were talking and then got called out on it. And then the ending is pretty funny. So let's just listen to them here. Oh my God. Decide not to have children. That's all I'm saying. Elon Musk is promoting an optimistic pro-human future that the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Gentlemen, I have to yeah, go. Yeah, I, I, I just want to okay. be sort of, uh, yeah, exactly. I want to be clear about Please, my position. I'm, I'm super pro-human and I mean all humans. Uh, you know, humans in America, humans in Somebody's Africa, got their thing open and everywhere else. Somebody's got their phone open in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Vivek. Vivek, that's, that's your phone, Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Vivek. <laughs> uh, Go ahead, Elon. Um, it was a week. Sorry about that. So, um, <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I feel great. Thank you. <laughs> It was a very weak dribbling pee. It was. He should probably get that checked. Oh, like, well, what's obstructing his urethra from really emptying his bladder? That's just like, unless he's peeing along the sides. I mean, I don't know if you, that's the kind of PR he really wants. I don't know, Dude. but hey. Very weak. Very weak stream. That contributes directly to your status as a man, by the way. So, just saying. Yeah, it has to, it has to sound... Strong and powerful. That's to sound like you've got a hose and you're directing it. (laughs) Yes. Pissgate, someone says. (laughs) I love our chat. I love them all. So, of course, all of the media is out with their articles about how everybody's going to die now that Alex Jones is platformed on Twitter again. And we got this in the beginning of the space. This is Elon confronting Alex Jones directly about Sandy Hook. Elon, how are you? Good, Mario. Yeah, it's been quite a, these are tumultuous times, wild times indeed. As you just mentioned, when there's an account with a large number of followers that is restored to the system, you have to read Where, the where is together. Alex Jones on here? I couldn't, because like when I was listening yesterday, I couldn't find his icon anywhere on screen. Was he there? He was. I don't know. I think in the beginning, at least, he couldn't use his account because it wasn't ready. So, um, looking at Ed Krasenstein's mutant face, why but is I, I he can, on all of these? I, and whenever I see him raising his hand, can I say something? No, I want to choke you out of the space. I always said, I made it like every time I was in a space with him about censorship, he would come at me with like all of his bullshit. And then I would ask him to prove his crap and he would come up with something else. It was just an, so if I made a declaration, I will never be in a space with him ever again, ever. And I I've stayed to that. Never. I don't really do a lot of spaces. I don't. I used to do more. I, I just don't see the point in a lot of them. Like, I've never done one. Uh, I've never done one ever. I, the I don't only, know. I do them very targeted. Like, for example, this week I have Dr. Berry. We're doing a space. Like, 
I do spaces with trash discourse to talk about censorship stuff and go over legal stuff. That I'll do. I feel like I, I feel like I'm not specialized. I, I feel like every space that pops up is so highly specialized, and I'm not highly specialized in any one thing in particular. I'm more of a bullshitter. And um, but but when I see Ed and uh, Brian Krasenstein trying to nuzzle their noses in like the runts that they are trying to find they're like they're two runt puppies trying to find a nipple every time that somebody starts a uh, a space they are it's it, just it's pathetic so here hey. Elon is explaining to everybody here in the beginning why I think that that Alex Jones isn't showing up there even though he's talking through someone here. So that takes several hours. So Alex's account should be working. And Alex, you know, I, look, I honestly don't know, don't really know you and you don't know me, but you know, I, one of the questions I really have to just get out of the way, and, I, and you've probably talked about this already before, is the whole Sandy Hook thing. If somebody's sort of denying or that murders of children, that's not cool at, at all, you know? And so just what exactly did you say? And what what is going on with that situation? You know, I just, I would like to actually hear what you what did you say and yeah well elon th thank you for allowing me back into the public square so that i can actually tell the world what really happened i don't know how much would you like the short answer or the medium well, answer I, or the long I, answer? I think i think at least the medium answer i, I look i guess people just want to know like obviously it, it would be like heartless and cruel to deny a, a, a school shooting of children or to a, attack the parents or anyone who was involved it seems that that would be you know just incredibly mean and cruel, frankly. So it's sort of, that's, I think, you know, what a lot of people are upset about, or at least they think that is the reason for you upset about her. And, you know, if that were true, I think we would rightly be, you know, upset with you. Yeah, yes, sir. Well, please let me then just tell you what really happened, okay? And, and if you want me to send you a dossier with clips <laughs> and videos and articles. I mean, post this to your yeah, account, I'll, you know? Yes, sir, I will do that. So, so let me tell you what happened. I'm a guy that didn't go to college, I mean, a few years community, college. I started out on Access TV 29 years ago. I was not professionally trained. And by 19, by 2000, I had 30 million viewers and listeners today, conservatively. I was the biggest show, as big as Rogan is now or bigger. And I had a very small operation and did not even understand how powerful I was. And so when that event, I just call it the school shooting, which I do believe happened 11 years ago, the internet exploded. And it was a top story for off and on for years with all the, with all these professors and former school safety people and, and all of them saying they believed it was a drill. And I simply covered them covering that. What was entered in court against me in, in both cases where I was found guilty by judges, there's a judge in, in, in Trump's case, not even a jury, his real estate case. And then years later, after Trump got elected and after I was deplatformed, it made me bigger. And so suddenly I would wake up and there would be sometimes a hundred articles or more a day every major news channel saying that I was currently saying nobody died, currently sending people to their houses, currently peeing on graves. I didn't even know these people's names. I only said one of their names ever. Now, and, I'm, and I believe their children died, and, and, and I understand okay. all that. Okay. But I'm saying, imagine, I was not deplatformed, no mention of, of, of the school shooting in Connecticut for like six, seven years. Then they go back to my timeline, and it turns out it was a big New York PR firm, Democratic Party. They dredge it up. They run hundreds of articles, sometimes a day, but a week for uh, over a year. Suddenly, it becomes a big story again. What's the PR then firm? People, pardon me? What, what, which, which propaganda firm was this? 
PR, PR is a public relations is a propaganda word for. So basically, they did to Alex Jones what they did to Elon. So now Elon's sitting back saying, hmm, wait a minute. This sounds familiar. So we can continue playing it because it goes on for a little bit longer. But yeah, I want to see what the firm was. All right. I don't think he says it. Here we go. Propaganda. So I think we should call yeah, yes. those propaganda firms because that is, in fact, what they do. So what propaganda yes, firm was doing? I will find the name as soon as I'm off because I can't do today. I'm not good at doing two days at once. I can't walk into bubblegum. But I will post it to the two, two X because after they got their $1.5 billion judgment and asked for $2.67 trillion, that the, the GDP of India, I'm not joking, folks, that's Bloomberg. They then came out and bragged that they had quarterbacked the whole thing. They're, they're one of the biggest, they do the UN's PR. Okay. Not that, that they had quarterbacked, quote, destroying Alex Jones. And so I did question it. I did say at times I could see that, I might even say it now, they'll take it out of context and say I said it again. I did have, what they entered in court on me was 23 minutes of video and audio over five, six years. We did an audit. I hadn't talked about them when they sued me for two years. I refused to talk about it. I apologized when the PR firm got involved. And I know who it was at the time. It was just all the news. I said, hey, I thought it happened. Yeah. I said it happened. So, I said it happened. You know, it, what it comes down to is we have the right to be wrong. We have the right to be partially right. We have the right to be right. It, 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 I mean, that's just what it comes down to. It, it, this is, again... All of our issues right now, the, the hot issues of the day, are usually based on free speech. Well, that's what everything that Donald Trump is is up against right now. He didn't foment an insurrection. They, I mean, this and 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 so many people who have already been se sentenced uh, to go to to jail for many years weren't even near the Capitol. It's just about being uh, lending your voice to a theory that they have now, or one theory or another that they consider have deemed arbitrarily so dangerous that it is the equivalent of violence yep physical violence yep. so I, I mean that's just what it comes down to we all have the right to be wrong partially right or right i i crazy especially for all this time is not worth even thinking about anymore everything's so, changing though frank it's all changing yeah. it really is so that's good and we're along for the ride and that's it it ended the show you see perfect timing we did number one. We'll save number two for Wednesday. You're not going to be around Wednesday, right? Right, because right outside this door, the uh, the carpet crews are coming to to finally fix everything they screwed up back in August. Mm -hmm. I was just about to call the Better Business Bureau, and uh, and then they they replaced whoever the customer satisfaction person for the Northeast uh, was. They they uh, our stairs look terrible, gaps all over the place, bad nail work like and they this the install the installation day was august 12th mm. that's four so months month. ago yeah but they're finally making good on it well good that's good to hear so wednesday we'll be here to do all the things we couldn't do today you guys have been listening to the dark delight podcast with frankie val on the drums and beans you can hear us every monday wednesday and friday at 2 30 eastern time on all platforms every single one of them and also streaming live monday wednesday and friday at uh, 8.30 Eastern Time on Getter X and on Rumble. And we'll, we'll, I'll be back on, on Wednesday and we'll see you on Friday, Frank. See ya later. <laughs> <laughs>